Welcome to Women Who Sarcast. This is Kathy Barron, and today I have like the five top podcasters of the universe. Terry, mixing up midlife. Carolyn is wellness while walking. Hoonam is EDU me. Vanessa Fable. Elaine is Angus IT. Yeah, you heard it right, Angus IT. And I'll have Elaine explain exactly what that means. Elaine, are you there? Oh, hi. Sorry. Yes, I was busy playing with cows and eyeballs and uh, cups of tea. <laughs> um, yes. Thank you, Kathy. So Angus IT, if you say it quickly, it sounds like anxiety. Oh, fancy. Uh, so my podcast is a comedy mental health podcast that talks about depression, anxiety, and other cheerful topics. So my main goal is to just kind of bring some humor to a topic that can be really heavy and dark. When I first was diagnosed with anxiety and depression, the first thing I did was Googled everything about it, which, you know, can lead to some good and some bad. And I found a lot of very clinical articles that were really, you know, helpful, but distancing. And then on the other side, it was a lot of Pinterest. uh, I call it fluff. Like, it's still good, but a face mask isn't going to cure my disorder. Uh, can help with stress. But you know what I mean? Like there's no amount of face masks. Like my pores are going to be so tiny and tight, but my anxiety is going to be out of control. (laughs) So uh, what I wanted was I just wanted someone to real talk with me about what it was like to have anxiety. Like I wanted to have like a drunk aunt talk to me. And that's Mm. where I decided I could be the drunk aunt Uh, or the big sister, you know, uh, drunk aunt. Sure. So I, (laughs) you know, and all my- persona better I think okay thank you uh that is a life goal of mine so my cold heart is warmed by that I in my episodes I kind of go all over the place I guess but mostly I try to share my experience but I also just keep it real so sometimes it's like really goofy and sometimes it's not but I think humor is a very healing way to deal with the difficult times in your life so I have found that healing uh, you know, my past like things that were just like, you know, embarrassing middle school stuff that you can laugh back on now. I kind of just try to apply that to a lot of the experiences I have. And there is a difference, you know, between just laughing at something that happened as though it didn't mean anything, but also just when you laugh at it in a helpful way where you accept it happened and you're grateful that you've grown or that you got through it. And I think humor is also just a universal language. Uh, Like, I don't know if you've ever gone to a different country where you didn't speak the language, but you somehow were still laughing with someone as you're trying to order their food. So for me, it's a way to connect with a lot of people who are going through something that feels very isolating. Uh, And then I just blab about my experience and people are like, oh, my gosh, wait, I'm also stressed about grocery shopping. Mannequin arms? That's me. I don't know what to do with my hands at any given point. (laughs) Uh, so it's been very healing for me, mostly. It's all about me, really. But um, I guess other people have been having some uh, really good, like, aha moments. So that's kind of what we do over here. And I uh, I call my listeners heifers. So if you want to be called a heifer, uh, <laughs> come listen. That's my biggest selling point out of all of that. So <laughs> I'm Terry. My podcast is Mixing Up Midlife. And... I started the podcast, honestly, because I found that there were a lot of women my age that would be later 50s who 
had raised their kids, their kids were in college, and they were just kind of going, well, 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 what next? And I don't really like the idea of just sitting around and letting life happen to me. I'd prefer to take life by the balls or whatever and have fun with it. So I was hoping to find fun uh, in new things and trying new things and talking to new people. But honestly, I've talked to like my best friend. Um, So that's something that I really need to change. And I know that. And it's it's cool, though. But there's a lot of um, fun stuff for me that's coming out of it. And certainly PodFest, She Podcasts, that was a great, you know, those are two great things and really frightening for me, trying to meet people, go to a conference. I had never been to a conference before, so that was really kind of weird, but it was, it was a lot of fun. Now, normally I'm a total extrovert and when I meet somebody in person, I have zero problem talking to anybody. The internet life is a very different thing. So I'm trying to get over that and put myself out onto um, the interwebs in, in, a, in a good way, in a fun way, and in a way that connects other women to each other. So I'm Vanessa from Fabled. Um, On my podcast, I talk about cozy, creepy folklore and mysteries, Um, and that pretty much covers, um, it pretty much covers mysteries and myths and legends and folklore. I also talk about literary history and um, Southern Gothic stories. So in haunted places too, I kind of run the gamut of all the things that I'm really interested in. And the podcast is kind of funny how it started I wrote a book in uh, 2012 that was published in 2015 uh, called Fabled. And in the book, a podcast plays a very pivotal role. Yet, uh, I had never even listened to a podcast at the time. (laughs) So when I was uh, trying to figure out how to get my life together and what I wanted to do creatively a few years ago, it hit me. I should go back and do a podcast and name it after my book that really inspired me and kind of covers this whole folklore thing um, and kind of go from there. So that's what I do. And now we have a little journal and we have uh, guest writers on occasionally. And yeah, it's a blast. We have a YouTube channel and yeah, it's fun. Cool. And you've done, did did you do your book through uh, NaNoWriMo or was that? I, I, I did part of it through NaNoWriMo and then I finished it later, but it all kind of started because I was, um, I went, I went back to college later in life and one of my huge research assignments was to uh, do like 16 weeks of research and I actually did research on the Brothers Grimm and how the fairy tales were banned after the war, after World War II and because they were considered propaganda. And that's when it really um, stood out to me that folklore has a really impactful role to play in our lives, much more than just princesses and Prince Charmings. Um, So yeah, that's why I really started diving in and mixing this history behind the actual stories. Carolyn, are you still around? 
I am. I'm a health coach, and I have noticed that, like everything, health information is completely ratcheted up. So, like, couch to 5K, for example, it's like, well, there are steps in between the 5K. Like, how about we just walk? And similarly in food and nutrition and everything, just feels like everything's so ratcheted up these days. So, like, I'm not going to live up to Goop, you know, Gwyneth and all the amazing things that her staff puts together. But so many people are just put off by, you know, the the marathon and the, like, you know, I have a sticker on the back of my car that says 0.0. Proud of it. I don't run. Um, (laughs) So I just was frustrated as a health coach that so many people had these visions in their minds and wouldn't start because they didn't think they could actually get to the perfection. So Um, My episodes are 30 minutes. They're meant to be listened to while you're walking or moving around and things like running up and down the stairs with laundry and emptying the dishwasher and all that stuff actually counts. So, um, you know, we like to have fun, talk about all kinds of stuff. Wellness is pretty broadly defined. Well, I was just thinking about laughing after listening to Aline and really all of you who make me laugh on your podcasts, like you should be considered health podcasters because really one of the best things you can do for your immunity, which absolutely nobody's thinking about right now, is to, no, I'm kidding. Everybody's thinking about it, um, is to laugh. Is that sarcasm? And that was, didn't go over very well. Though. Um, so I think that, you know, if a Harvard trained professor is telling us to laugh as the first thing he says when he has this little mini press conference about how to boost our immunity, then uh, you guys are all doing wonders. Well, I'm glad we can be in your camp as far as the health part of it. I'm Poonam. I am with EDUME, and it's such a pleasure to be with this group of girls because when I have 20-minute technical difficulties, they are here to laugh with me as I am wanting to jump off the cliff. <laughs> so I'm so grateful for so many reasons, but the, to, at this very moment, that is one of them, which um, you just can't put a price on. So thank you. So EDU Me, it is a podcast that is focusing on bridging the gap between parents and schools. When I was a teacher for 10 years teaching special education, it was very difficult for me to get parents to come in and engage in what their children were doing, and I could not be an effective teacher for their children during that time. And so when I became a parent, I chose to stay home with my children so that I could be an engaged parent, probably a little more than they would have liked at times. But I felt like it was an impact that I can make on their schools that did not include the bureaucracy that the schools had to deal with. So I was able to help without all the bureaucratic nonsense. 18 years later, my kids all went off to school, and I'm sitting at home with my husband in a two-bedroom condo that we chose to move into trying to figure out exactly what I was going to do in the next phase of my life. And teaching was not going to be part of it because I did not want to go back to the classroom and the bureaucracy. But I wanted to make a difference with children. And 
helping educate parents. So the podcast really focuses on parents, how to engage, educate, and empower them to become active in their children's schools. So giving them the tools, the information, and the strength and confidence they need to walk into their children's schools and advocate for them and their education in an in an effective way. And so many times parents walk into the schools when there's an issue, and that's wonderful, except we are not always effective parents in that situation. So if we're engaged before that issue arises, sometimes the issue does not present itself, and sometimes we're able to make a change when there is an issue, and we're able to partner with our schools. So that is what EDUME does. And um, Kathy, thank you so much for the opportunity to share what we do. Well, I want to thank you all again for being part of this. And I'm glad that Elaine is here to help you with your IT needs. Yes. <laughs> thank you, Elaine. Like a, all of uh, us, yeah. <laughs> it is Angus IT. So <laughs> who I'm, knew a heifer could do such things? <laughs> Moving and a shaking. A heifer and a oh. fern. <laughs> and all that all that educating that I'm trying to do does not pertain to technical stuff. So <laughs> Well, you know, we all have limits and we all have boundaries, so it's okay. So I want to ask all of you, and you can respond in whatever order, however, whoever wants to go first, what has been like one of the most challenging things besides IT and technical tech tech stuff speaking as far as your <laughs> podcast <laughs> <laughs> and speaking yes I think the hardest thing for me was um to know that I have a voice and to find that voice and be able to share it because so many times women um have these amazing talents that they do not feel comfortable in sharing. And one thing that I learned when I went to PodFest and I met you wonderful ladies is that we all have a strong voice and together we can move mountains. So that was my challenge. And I think Amen to that. Yeah. I think we work on that every single day. Mm-hmm. Yep. Love that. I would say for me, it's, um, it, the time to record and to write and then record comes around quicker than I anticipate. And I've been doing this for a while now. And yet it's still, it's, <laughs> I'm always surprised when I'm like, oh yeah, I've got to, I've got to get on that. <laughs> but you're the veteran of the group, aren't you, Vanessa? You've been doing it for four years, right? No, 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 no. I've been doing it for, what is it? Um, December of 2018. You just you just have that essence that you've been doing this for a really long time. Then oh, wow. she is an old soul. Mm-hmm. I am an old soul. <laughs> you are for sure. For me, there's so many. So what Poonam said about having your voice and having it mean something, I feel like for me that was a big thing. Is a big thing. It's like I have these things in my head and I want to talk to somebody about them, but 
weirdly, even as outgoing as I am, I feel shy about reaching out to people online and having these weird conversations um, that mean something. And I know there are people, uh, women like me, that want to have these conversations. It's just I'm a little like weirdly shy to, to reach out and say, do this with me, I, which is odd because you guys, you know, you met me. You know, that's not kind of how I am in person, but it online is a different thing. It's a weird, it's a weird dichotomy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm I trying agree. to get over that and I'm trying to be bolder in ways that make me feel terribly uncomfortable. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. If, if you feel uncomfortable, it's like, cause I think we talked about this at Podfest, how I got dragged in to uh you know improv you were amazing like if if I'm afraid of it I know that's the thing I need to be doing so that's like yeah yeah every part of this journey has been there's an element of fear because you're putting yourself out there you're sharing with people you hope and pray they like it and you hope you're connecting with your audience uh but yeah there's fear all around this it's it's like that for every creative, I think. Yeah, especially for me. So one of the harder things is knowing what to share and what not to share. And I'm a pretty open book. So sometimes people come up to me and they're like, oh my gosh, thank you so much for sharing that. And then I kind of go, should I not have? Like, did I reveal too much about me? Uh, But since it is such like an emotionally based and personal podcast, sometimes when I'm really not feeling it and I just kind of want to crawl in bed, Um, I'm like, I don't know if I should be honest or Mm. do I not want to put that energy out to people? Uh, And then obviously just me as someone with depression and anxiety within itself uh, can be kind of hard to, uh, you know, just make myself keep doing this because I do love it. And I have to remind myself that Uh, and feeds into all the other things we said. Like when I first started, I kind of got caught up in the numbers game. I feel like that's really easy because people I've noticed they'll be like, oh, wow, like, in three days, I already hit 20K. Thank you so much. And I'm like a little hoedunk like podcast over here. And I'm like, oh, I must be doing something wrong. Uh, but I've come to learn that I'd rather um, seem to have like really strong connections with the people who listen to my yes. podcast. Like mm-hmm. I could probably list out the people who actually listen. But I like that because I really feel a stronger connection. So uh, I think, yeah, it's hard to believe in yourself and think that you actually have something worth sharing. I did not think I had that at all. And I remember the first time it was someone I did not know. And they messaged me and they said, I just want to thank you so much for what you're doing. It is helping me get through and I am laughing at work and I hope I don't get fired. And the fact that I could have that impact and they could get fired just like really made me happy. I felt all powerful. (laughs) This is the first step of world domination. Uh, But I guess that's all just to kind of say that uh, as someone who has a very uh, different podcast, I would say. Uh, it's, uh, been kind of weird to, it's hard to not compare yourself to others, but I'm coming to accept that I'm actually very happy with where I am. Uh, but it is still hard to remember that. I have a question for you guys. Like, do you listen to other people in your genres podcast? I don't. 
I don't. I rarely yeah. listen to podcasts, period, okay. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Is that I, right? I, I do. Oh, I call it, I so I call it, I call it pod guilt because I have so many podcast friends <laughs> yeah. and I have a giant list. So what I do is I'll like binge one person for a week and then I move to the next friend and I binge theirs and I kind of go through that rotation, but I have constant pod guilt because I'm always behind. So I definitely create that for myself, but I actually, it is hard to find other mental health podcasts actually. Like Carolyn, I'm just glad I met you. Uh, but it's like when I try to search it, like I don't know anybody else who's like a lot of them. For example, at PodFest, they had a meetup for actual counselors, psychiatrists, uh, that kind of wellness. So while I would consider myself wellness, I'm not like that qualified and I make fart jokes. So it's kind of weird. (laughs) So um, ideally, if I could find them, I think I would, but I don't know where they are, weirdly enough. Well, I think a lot of the stuff that would relate to my podcast is all like slapstick sitcom like bro frat fraternity right comedy yeah Yeah, fucking steven and brian (laughs) (laughs) fucking brian and i think that just doesn't that doesn't sit with me i don't like that kind of humor and it's mostly you know not nothing against guys but it's mostly guys and right enough with the guys i don't want to listen to guys against guys either i love them i fucking don't want to hear from them ever <laughs> ever <laughs> tell us how you really feel Terry. oh my don't god hold back don't that, hold back that dude that we were listening to that time you guys i just was just oh stab me in the eye enough talk about someone who does not worry about what their voice right says or right at right. all which i think is interesting too because, uh, like, literally a cheap podcast, their T-shirt said, your voice, voice matters. matters. Yep. Like, but but you, like, ugh, the patriarchy. <laughs> Vanessa, you said you listen to other people in your niche? Oh, totally. I'm, like, fangirl on some people. <laughs> like, I share their stuff every single time. I will listen. Um, and I don't listen to every single episode of pretty much any podcast, but... I do like because I'm like Elaine, I'm on a a rotation trying to get everybody in. But there are some that I I do just absolutely love. I love their content, men and women. And I try to support them by sharing um, just because like I actually met one of my favorite uh, podcasters at She Podcasts. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Like I was literally just listening to you and I recognized your voice. That's (laughs) so funny. Yeah. And she just happened to be sitting next to me. And I, I'm telling you, it was just the funniest thing. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I can't That's believe so you're here, you know? So yeah, I am that person where I'm just going to be like starstruck when I see my favorite podcaster for the first time. <laughs> so if you could have one person to interview on your podcast, who would it be? Brené Brown. Oh, my oh, God. Dips. Dips. Yes. Gag. Gag me. Ugh. Oh, girl. I'm about to Girl. throw down my earrings. You want to go? <laughs> uh, I'm about to dare greatly all over you and brave the wilderness with my fierceness on you. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> okay. Um, I just really no. It's like not that her. I don't love her. I do, but you know, some was that a cliche just... answer? Mm. I'm trying I'll to try make up for my gag the spoon. I'll try harder. Gosh. Uh, so wait, I, Kathy, who would yours be? Terry Gross, right? 
who I would really love and who I asked and she rejected me Bet. was <laughs> I totally unfollowed her after that. It's going to be Michelle um, Obama now, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> I take that back. I love her so hard. Okay, go ahead. Just do an audio edit of that. It was Michelle Obama. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I would want to interview um, Betsy DeVos. And oh, God. Ask, oh, oh, my God. Oh, oh, <laughs> you're brave. <laughs> not because I agree with her, but I want to know what her Problem is? Are. Sorry. <laughs> Basically, yes. Basically, yes. But I, I want to know if she is in charge of all of our children's education in public schools. What are you doing for them? Mm. Because at the end of the day, the education system has not gotten better. It's only getting worse. Well, and she's not even qualified for that job. What what totally. was her? Wasn't she like some? She's I don't a know, millionaire. Did, didn't she come from my? Is she from my state? South Carolina? Yeah. No, I don't know. I thought she's from like, like Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, but I think she would be interesting. One, because I think that um, her background does not allow her to advocate for our children. And most of our kids are hurting for that. Hurting because of that. Carolyn, uh, who is your dream guest? Her name is Kelly McGonigal. And um, she's a Stanford PhD and professor. She's awesome. She's really super smart. She's written a lot of books about stress. She just came out with a book called The Joy of Movement. And she's a rock star. Wow. I love that. I'm going to have to look into that. So, Vanessa, who would you interview if you would do an interview? Man, you know, that's really hard since I don't normally do them um, or I don't do them on the show. Um, but actually, I wanted to interview Amy from Starling Creative. I love her so much. She's so amazing. And I just love the way she thinks. And we talk about modern romanticism and how we, <laughs> yeah, we just have the most interesting conversations. And I think I just value everything she says on her show. She is so smart. She's got a podcast called Starling about, you know, the creative process, art, and hmm. She's amazing. She's just, she really is such a crazy, thoughtful person, like really, really intelligent, like over my head. So there's that. <laughs> I'm like, wow, mind blown when I listen. It's it's hmm. nice. Yeah, no. Yeah, she's, she's amazing. Great. Yeah, she is. So do you guys have an episode that you wish you could redo, kind of similar to this one? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Um, goodness! I I wish I was saying that in jest, but (laughs) you know, I did one about how to get through a bad day, and I think it was like my third ever episode. And I feel like a I could have spread that out into multiple episodes, and B I'm just Mm. better, and I think I would know. I don't know. I feel like I've grown a lot since then, just in myself personally as a mental health uh, human being. I don't know what I'm saying. 
I podcast. So I would love to redo that because, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's a lot in one episode without really, you know, when something's so big, you actually end up saying nothing at all. Um, yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what that was. <laughs> womp womp. I still think you could elaborate on it. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, I think you could who, break it down. Who's listening to my third episode anyway? Like, no one has any business doing that. So have you guys listened to your early stuff now? I will it's, not. It's, it's hard. Not. <laughs> um, I do because it's a weird diary, so I can tell my therapist what's up. <laughs> 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 I'll be like, just well, send I- it to her. Um, I, it's so funny. So actually I was seeing her for like four months and I felt weird telling her I had a mental health podcast because she like got a doctorate for mental health essentially. <laughs> and then I mentioned, I like halfway went through a sentence that required me to finish it by saying my podcast. And I was like, Oh God. Cause the longer time went, I was like, this is just so awkward that I haven't said anything. And now I can't <laughs> say anything, but months have passed. Um, and I'm telling her literally everything about my life, except the stupid podcast. Now I'm like ashamed of it, but I shouldn't be. So I had to be like, um, okay. So I have to tell you something. And she goes, Oh, well, if you're not ready, you don't have to. I'm like, no, I, I have to. And I pull out my business card like a douche because I have it on me. And I, <laughs> and I go, I have a podcast, which y'all admitting you have a podcast to non-podcast people can be real scary because they're like, oh, God. what?" So I was like, I have a podcast. And then I paused. I'm like, it's about mental health. And she's probably like, and how do you feel about that? <laughs> and she was like, Elaine. That's so great. Why were you afraid to tell me? And I was like, because you're like a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. And then she's like, Elaine, your voice matters. And I was like, mic drop. Your voice matters. Okay. So are you going to record one of your therapy sessions as a episode? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, that should be like my Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to my live recording so you get a... That's like literally my... S- <laughs> It's my sneak is- peek of my next episode. <laughs> Premium content. Premium. Y'all, it would be hilarious. Oh, wow. I think you would become a millionaire overnight, actually. Oh, my God. That would be funny, wouldn't it? Like, Well, for us, I don't know. About- I, mean, I know. You know, I love it. What do they say? They say it's a, you're fine to talk about your scars, but your open wounds are a little tough. But like, hey, let's uh, let's get some leeches on this. Let's get things moving. I just love how, like, we're all so different and our podcasts are so different, but we get along so well. I love Perfectly. it. Perfectly. I love it, too. <laughs> Me, it's quite too. Funny. It's, it's amazing. One it big, is. happy fucking family. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, God. The, the one thing that I will say and that we are is very supportive of each other, so... Mm-hmm. Yes, we are. We are all a bunch of crazy women doing great things. Crazy women doing great things, supporting each other. T-shirt. Yes, the the podcast community is so great about that. It's one. I mean, it's very, very. I've found to be very, very supportive. It's nice. Yeah, I've enjoyed it. Yeah, hundred percent. Absolutely. Well, we've come full circle. Yes, yep. we have. And with that, <laughs> thank you all for being on the show. Kathy's like, this is my worst nightmare. I'm throwing you out with the bathwater. <laughs> yep. 
Never to see the light of day. (laughs) (laughs) The most editing ever. Five part series. (laughs) Thanks, guys. I can't wait to edit this motherfucker. (laughs) You weren't doing anything for the. (laughs) I'm crying. We like you more than this. <laughs> oh, Kathy, you've got your work cut out for you, girl. Uh, yeah. yeah she's like, no, throwing it out. Throwing have, it out. I'm going to have to call in COVID next week. <laughs> That's the only way this shit's going to get done. There you go. Try it again. Try it again, Kathy. will get in there and fix it all. Come on. <laughs> Aren't you glad you asked us to be on your podcast? Oh boy! What happened? You know that. <laughs> you need a postmortem. <laughs> oh my oh gosh, God. Vanessa! Yeah. <laughs> I live by myself. My neighbors must think I'm. Apparently, somebody needs some oxygen right now. Oh okay. Oh, I'm trying to wipe my tears, but my hands are so lotioned. <laughs> Oh God! Oh, you guys, so, kill me! Thank you so much, Kathy. Yes, thank you, Kathy. Thank, thank, thank you. Have fun thank staying you, up Kathy. for like three nights in a row doing this. So sorry. Uh, let me know. Yeah. Admo, uh, we'll It'll be in my IG coffee. stories. <laughs> <laughs> and that's about it. So look out for that. <laughs> Twenty-four and, hours. And you know what? I just want to say. I just want to say, thank you for listening. To women who sarcast. That includes you guys. Okay, oh, thanks. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> I was afraid of laughing at these. Thanks, guys. really quiet uh, there for a second. Thanks, man. I, I was thanks. trying to figure out what like organ I should sell to make this up for you. Uh, liver. <laughs> <laughs> thank you all. You're Are you awesome. Sure? <laughs> Thank you, Kathy. I'll know how the editing goes. We love you. Thank yes. you. We love you, Kathy. Love you. Kathy. <laughs> Go to bed. Oh, I've been waiting for somebody to say that to me all day. <laughs> Show music provided by Mike and Bassiani. You can find him at mikeandbassiani.com. 